Hello and welcome back to Awaken Agile with Jordan and Adam. We are here this week. We're going to have a couple of uh, chats about uh, product, what makes a great product, and also about agility in a large government-based business organization. Uh, We hope you enjoy it. Here we go. Good morning, Adam. Yes. Good morning. You, you? you sound subdued this morning. Subdued? What? Yeah, what are you, what? yeah. You're not like jumping out of your skin. Are you jumping out of your skin? You know, I um, Yeah, you're probably right. I'm a bit tired, but I'm all right. Like, I feel good, but I'm still- okay, I, th- good. I think I'm still waking up. That's what it is. Okay. Fair enough. I got to bed so at am I. 12. And, oh, um, wow. Self-inflicted? It's not that bad. Yeah, self-inflicted. Well, of course. Okay, cool. That's until fine. Uh, until the uh, the new new little feral arrives, then then it won't be self inflicted. <laughs> uh, I heard someone say during the week uh, it gets parenthood gets easier the older they get, and I just quietly shook my head. You're you're in for a big surprise, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't see it. I, it gets different, but I can't see how it gets easier. Oh, it changes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes, it changes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What One do you have- small little bundle that you need to protect, and then and then they start to crawl, and then walk, and then and then talk, and then you know you're in for trouble. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Casey at the moment, he's going no, no, and so you ask him like, oh, go brush your teeth. No. Okay. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. It's a constant battle. Has he progressed onto what and why yet? No. No. Can't wait okay, for that. Okay. So it's just no. Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. He'll progress he, to he why. speaks a lot, but he doesn't question yet. He just no. Yeah. You love your mum? No. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. We're trying uh, to. He, he'll repeat everything except "I love you." He he just won't repeat it. Little rascal. Won't repeat that. Okay. Yeah. Little little rascal. Because you know, you know, they're very intelligent. Very yeah. intelligent. Yeah. Very very smart. Smarter than we give them credit for. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and then we send them to school, and all the creativity gets taught out of them. Sorry, that's controversial. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I, uh... I, I retract that. <laughs> <laughs> redacted. <laughs> redacted. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> ice break. Ice. Let's break the ice. Okay. Ice break. You, you have an ice break. Unless you want to keep keep talking. No, no. We, we should get we should get to it. Um, if you could only communicate using animal sounds for an entire day, which animal sounds would you choose, and how do you think people would react to you? I am going to choose a gorilla, gorilla nice. sound, mm-hmm. because because I think that would scare the shit out of people. Probably literally. Yeah. Just not be funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, a gorilla. <laughs> because cause the older the old joke, you know, a gorilla walks into the bar. Where does he sit? Wherever he damn well pleases. <laughs> <laughs> They're such badasses, aren't they? 
Like they're just so cool, man. <laughs> just walk around like you got no hope with me. Like, yeah, uh, I know. Yeah, the roars, the beating chest. Yeah, they're so yeah. strong too. It's incredible. Oh, amazing strength. Yeah, that's uh, cool. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Um, <laughs> what would you choose? I was thinking a snake. A snake. I would just like to hiss at people. <laughs> just, just hiss at people. Yeah. <laughs> for an entire day, for an entire day, that would be a lot of fun. Jordan, can you? <laughs> for those that are listening and can't see the visuals, there was a funny face out of did. Practice Good my stuff. animal sounds. Cool. So share that icebreaker with your teams. See what they say. Yeah. See what they say. <laughs> Hopefully, cool. some of them come up with something. You know, like a like a singing songbird. Or <laughs> that is a great. Like that. that is a great answer. That is a great answer. <laughs> what a shame. Um, yeah. Fish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or a whale. Or a whale, a whale, whale song. That's yeah, so nice. that's nice. Or yeah. a crow. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You that. know who do? We don't like them, but you know who do has a have a nice song is magpies. Magpies have a nice. They do sound nice in the, mor- in the, in the morning. Is it like the kind of the yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. not. Not the not the Nokia phone like you just did, but yeah, something like that. There's a lot of notes between their notes. They have good intervals in their scales. It's lovely. I I, I will take your word on that. Yeah. So you got a couple of themes, Adam. We're going to talk about. I'm keen for this. Yeah. Yeah, I was uh, uh, as I do. I was listening to a few podcasts during the week, and I, it's just something just piqued my interest, and I just wanted to have a chat about it. Um. Products. What makes a great product? If you, if you go around and ask people, what makes a great product? What would we think they say? Yeah, you're what you're makes asking a great me product yeah. for you. Yeah. So um, yeah, yeah. I think the obvious one for me is it fills a need. Mm. Maybe a need that fills people, a void. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe something that people desperately need before they get it, or maybe they don't realize they need or or mm-hmm. want. Want makes their life better. Makes their life better. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think if you asked, you know, a whole bunch of people, their answers would be very similar to that. Yeah. And then what occurred to me was, no one ever says it, it completed all the stories in the sprint, or all the bugs were tested and fixed. And no one ever says, oh, it was delivered by the due date. No, they just get it uh, and then they like it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I started thinking about that and I'm thinking, well, why do we put so much pressure on ourselves internally to deliver by the due date that some someone has put a stake in the ground that this is the date if we're trying to deliver a great product? And what really matters is if the customer likes it or not. Yeah. No, it's a it's a really good question. I think um, first thing that comes to me, well, my mind, is um, 
Do you want to get there first before someone else, right? Yes. So what's behind all of that is how much scope do you need to have before you put it out to the customer? Yeah, that's which, a good point. which really means so what's the minimum viable feature set or the minimum viable product that we can get away with mm. putting in front of the customer to get that feedback so the customer says, this is a great product, and then you can start selling it at scale and then potentially fund your next iterations <laughs> yeah. from customer revenue rather than from you know, cost center revenue. Yeah. It's less about the the dates or less about the timelines or less about the even the metrics and more about the value you're giving the customer at speed. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So th- this is why techniques like story mapping and s- scoping, scope uh, definition are are important because mm. you you can map out what you believe your minimum the minimum amount of work you need to do before you can actually start getting some revenue. <laughs> yeah, um, and then fund your future your future work from that that revenue rather than um, you know pulling from your own stores of what's in the bank. I like that. I like that. Um, it's just good to, it's a good reminder that the customer doesn't care about the, th- the things we're doing in the background. Customer cares yeah. about. Um, the, yeah, you if, know, you, the, if you went down to the local getting. shopping center and, and like, or the local supermarket and said to people, okay, standing outside the supermarket, what inside here is a great product? And they might say, I don't know, the, the, the chips or something. Uh, Why is that great? Oh, because it tastes great or, you know, they market it really well or whatever, whatever. Yeah. No one ever says, oh, it's delivered. <laughs> it's delivered by the due date. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Um, I like that. Like, it's like, it's like, <laughs> you know, it would be a funny question to ask your team at the end of the sprint is, um, oh, yeah, you know, we've achieved... 80% of our stories, 90% of our stories, and or we achieved 150 points or whatever. And then you get mm-hmm. and then you come back and say, Yeah, good job, team. The customer's gonna be so happy about your points. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's the that that's the point. Yeah. <laughs> you know. The customer cares about what the customer cares about. They yeah, yeah. they don't know about your the what the way the method yeah, yeah you use to get there. See, I was thinking about that, and uh, this is, how do we make this practical for people? I guess you could sit back and have a look at your backlog. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. Prioritize uh, and and prioritize and have a look at have a sit down with your with your product owner or your stakeholder group and go. You know, uh, here are some options around when we can actually get something out to customer. Hmm. Hmm. And then you can debate, you know, with what are the feature sets and what are they going to get and what are they not going to get. And But uh, to try and build everything before you put it in front of the customer, yeah. F- yeah. first of all, it's going to take you longer. Yeah. You're going to have less feedback loops to know if you're going in the right direction or not. And therefore, you're going to have more risk when you do go live. Mm-hmm. So de-risk and put little things out in front of customers. 
Yeah, quality and speed for the customer. Yeah. When uh, when McDonald's were first setting up for their first kitchen, they didn't go out and build a commercial kitchen and then test if that was the most efficient way to make burgers. They went out to a parking lot and using mm-hmm. chalk, they drew out, they built a prototype with chalk on the bitumen of a parking lot to figure out what the best configuration of the kitchen would be before they went and built it. That's cool. I like that. And what I also like is that they built the kitchen and then uh, and they started selling burgers, right? They weren't selling yeah. buns and then buns and patties and then buns, patties and tomatoes and then buns, patties and lettuce and then buns, patties and cheese. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They were selling burgers. Yeah. And they were, yeah. they were selling a, a, a proper something, value, value to customer. Mm-hmm. And then they yep. built from there. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Here's here's the product. Here's our minimum marketable product. Yeah. That's that's what you get. Okay. Cool. 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 And yeah, over the years they've iterated, and you can get twenty different types of burgers, and depending on which country you're in, you'll get a different list of those twenty. Absolutely. Yeah. But it's still massively successful. Mm. And popular. If someone um froze the first lot of burgers on the first day Mac has opened and had a frozen one today, like still, it's still frozen. How much do you think that burger would be worth? You obviously wouldn't ever eat it. No. Uh, but I don't, I don't know. That'd be, uh, I don't know. Someone would pay millions of dollars for it. I reckon. Yeah. Some some person who just can't get to the Titanic anymore, so they just said, oh, I'll spend it on a burger. Yeah. Was that too soon? Uh, no comment. Right. <laughs> I got no idea. <laughs> you got yet another? Yeah, yeah another sounds point like, you yeah, we, we've make. naturally exhausted that conversation. I hope that was yeah. helpful. I don't know. But something to think about, you know, yeah. when you no, think about your product. I think it's great. Like, yes, we do think about agile is value to customer quicker, feedback loops, but we don't think about what the customer doesn't care about. We, we think about all the th- metrics and Ooh. things that we care about and we often get lost in the weeds. I think the point you're driving home is put yourself in a customer's shoes, have a think about what they actually care about and fill that need. Yeah, so the, the second thing that came up during the week, I, I'm an old man and I listen to Talkback Radio and I was listening to Talkback Radio during the week in the car on my way home, decompressing, yeah. trying to decompress yeah. from my day of agility and being an agile practitioner. And they were talking about the Australian Reserve Bank. And the Reserve Bank has just had a review of their operations for the first time in 40 years, mind you. So the first time they've actually had a... That's interesting. Like a retrospective style look at the Reserve Bank of Australia, the bank that sets the money um, limits for all of Australia, the country. 40 years, and the interviewer asked the interviewee, based on the report that came back, does this mean that the Reserve Bank of Australia is becoming more agile? That was her exact question. And after I almost ran my car off the road, I (laughs) recovered, and I thought, no, what she's asking, is she talking about... Is the Reserve Bank becoming more nimble mm. in their operations 
more adaptive to change or or are they does she actually ask are they becoming more agile as agile practitioners know you know they're going to have they're going to try and use an agile framework or they're trying to put their customers above above all else and their customers by the way are the Australian taxpayer so yes yes i um i think and the pe- government and you know well yes the government could be the customer there yep um i think people so that get- was it that was my thought it was like I, yeah sorry yeah i didn't you I, go sorry I'm, no I'm no I, no i, I didn't i didn't let you finish i, I realized i came in <laughs> that's okay are you done <laughs> what are your thoughts <laughs> yeah, I'll, give you, I'll give you my thoughts um I'm glad you didn't run your car off the road. That's my first thought. My second thought is um, I think people think <laughs> agile and they use the original definition of agile. And I, I guess like mm-hmm. nimble, like you said. Mm-hmm. And I, I bet you they think, and I don't know this, but I bet you they think, um, well, agile is to move quickly and easily. That's that's what the definition is. But I bet they think, oh, you know, is uh, are they automating processes or are they um, – They've got beanbags instead of office chairs or they've got, you know, are they using a, I don't know, no cubicles and the the open meetings and open kitchen style. I don't know. So I wonder if people that say the word agile mean, you know, it's, it's more simplified and less clunky. And what they don't know is agile in the agile sense is a little bit different. We mm. basically spoke about agile mm. just in just the first session, first theme there. Mm. Yeah, I, I think people don't know what that annoys me that agile has the same definition as agile. <laughs> Why couldn't we have called it something else? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like- good question. Why? It'd be interesting to go back to the guys and say why. And people have asked this, and I can't remember their their answers. But why did you call it agile? Yeah. Why did you call this movement? Agile, yeah, yeah. I I don't want to paraphrase for the for the Godfathers of of the manifesto. It it would be really hard for a big government organization to do agile. In saying that, Jeff Sutherland, they try, yeah. Mm. And Jeff Sutherland talks about how he basically turned the FBI upside down. You know, mm. agile practices, cutting documentation, you know, removing a lot of intermediaries and third parties to go, you know, to get information mm. quicker. Well, that's what that's what you want, right? You want transparency, inspection, and adaption. You want f- short feedback yeah. loops. Yeah. But um, when people just say, oh, agile, and throw the word out there to, 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 to mm. sound smart, I think that's a lot of people don't know what it means. Yeah, I think, to be fair to the interviewer, I think she was talking about, you know, responsive to change and being more nimble. As an organisation, yeah, and yeah. being res- responsive to feedback, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, which which are all great agile traits to have, have. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, look, in in Australia, the Reserve Bank meets everyone knows the first Tuesday of the month, and people who have a uh, have a home loan with an interest rate sweat on that meeting every month. I would love a home loan without an interest rate. That would be great. Does it have to be monthly? Can they do it every fortnight? Can they, well, you know, shorten the feedback loop? Does it have to be? Why does why is it happening every month? Do they even yeah. ask that question? 
The, do you know? You know they're actually shortening it to six times a year now. So every two months. Yeah. So there'll yeah. be less and feedback not, loops. And I think it's and it's not Tuesdays as well. It's like oh, well, they'll do a few Tuesdays and a few other days. So that they're extending the time. Is that what they're saying? So if I they think- up the rates. If interest rates go up, you're going to have more pain for an extra month. Uh, yeah, but if they're going up, they're going up less frequently, right? Because we. I know, that's a good way of looking at it, but you know, when they were one percent for so long. Yeah, I did see something that I think they're bringing, which which is which is was a suggestion from the re- report was they need to have a press conference after they've made their decision. To That's explain great point. why they came to that decision. Transparency. Whereas they never, ever did that before. Mm-hmm. Yes. So they need to come out and be more transparent and open and explain why they make the decisions they make. Yeah. Yep. That was that was it. That was what I what triggered me this week. <laughs> what triggered Adam so, this week? <laughs> so is it that let's just <laughs> let's just really get under the fingernails of this topic for a second. So you heard you heard that person say, is the Reserve Bank being more agile? And you Yes. And you just and I am computer said no. I, am, I immediately went off went off my tree, jumped out of my tree as a gorilla. <laughs> started beating my chest. And I'm going, you do not know what you mean. And that's what it that's what got you, yeah? They they, they say that yeah, they yeah, throw yeah. they throw the buzzword and they don't know what it means. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. I get that. I hear I hear that sometimes when from people that don't know what it means. And yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't just think me for some reason. I don't even think explaining agile and breaking it down for someone does it justice. I think you need to experience it to really understand it. I agree. You know, there's a lot of new, there's a lot of little things like, like we know with teams. Teams don't get relative estimation until they they do it. Big time. For, a, for an it's, entire you can't just sprint. Yeah, agreed. You can't just look at that. Uh, you can't just look at that logic and go, "Yep, that I get it." It's like oh, I don't think you do. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Or, or or you're sitting down with a group of, of product people and you're trying to um, you're trying to prioritize features and you use some sort of relative estimation method to weight them against each other. Yeah. And and then they get it, and you can see the light bulbs go off. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, if if you're doing some sort of agile f- framework, yes, the theory's great, but you need to do it and live it and breathe it to to truly understand to get it. And then hopefully mm. the customer goes. Mm. They looks at they look at their product and the customer goes. I reckon that team were, were they, I reckon they got it. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon they understood agile. These, these, this team <laughs> looking at their iPhone. Uh, uh, look, and, and I look. I can I compare NASA to SpaceX, mm. and like how how long does it take for NASA to get a rocket into space mm-hmm. versus how long it has taken SpaceX to go from okay, we're going to build a rocket. And then we're going to build a rocket and we're going to land the thing safely back on a platform in the ocean. Yeah. And we're going to reuse it. I I think that's just, just freaking brilliant. me out. It, it's, it's, 
Incredibly brilliant. Yeah. Incredibly brilliant. Brilliant. Mm. He's he's been able to just fly rockets up there nonstop. And he actually talks about he actually uses agile principles. Um yes. in, in SpaceX. Not yeah, they've got their own I don't know. I've never I've never worked there and probably never will. But um you never say never. Touch wood. Yeah. Uh but it's it's not purist by by all reports. No. It's, it's no. some sort of special SpaceX way of doing things, um, which is fine, right? You're supposed yeah. to adapt. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So much so that I, I actually believe that I will probably see a human on another planet in our solar system in my lifetime. I could believe before that. he came along, I'm like, I don't think that's ever going to happen. Mm. Yeah, I could believe that. Yeah, like. How many times did he get to test out? Like he blew up a lot of rockets, right? But how many times he got to mm. test that out because he got to reuse it? Like it, the amount of feedback loops he gave SpaceX was just incredible. NASA can't even compare with feedback loops yeah. compared to the SpaceX. Yeah. Yeah. And hence why he's been able to adapt so quickly. It's cool. It's cool. Still expensive. Yeah. Like he he obviously couldn't draw, draw a rocket in chalk on the the pavement in Florida. Mm. <laughs> Ten years time, what what are we going to see if they keep going at the pace of change they're going at? Uh, I reckon we'll see commercial rocket travel. I reckon we'll see. He wants to. What does he want to do? He wants people to travel from countries twenty minutes just to get in a rocket. That would be astounding to not have to be on a plane for sixteen hours to get to the other side of the planet. Yeah. That would be amazing. Try twenty hours, twenty four hours. Try, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. When yeah. Mm, okay, let's not get started on workflow at an airport. Oh, don't even get me. Don't even get me started. <laughs> <laughs> when you have to show your passport six times just before you walk, walk onto the plane. It's just the line, man. It's just the line that. Come gets on. Me. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's let's straighten up. All right. All right. I reckon we should finish it up there, Adam. We kind of well, this rocket's kind of landing in the water. I think it's starting starting to submerge. (laughs) Starting to submerge. Um, That was just a bit of a loosey goosey one, I think. I thought it was good though. I I I enjoyed your perspective of the customer's perspective of of the work we do, and then um, and then what people think about agile. So I think there's a couple of gold nuggets in there. I reckon. um, I reckon let's give the audience a treat next week and talk about. AI. Finally, let's bite the bullet. See what, see what we can use it for. Sure. Let's do it. Right. I would love to talk about that. All right. Beautiful. That's everything for today, everyone. Catch it. Catch you next time. Bye for now. Well, thanks everyone for listening. We hope you got something out of the episode. If you had any questions, comments, or, uh, or or want to suggest anything for the show, please make sure you email us at awakenagile.gmail.com. Uh, we're on LinkedIn too, uh, Adam Murray, Jordan Bailey. If you're listening to this on some random podcast streaming 
application, please hit the follow or subscribe or like button. Uh, it really helps the channel out a heap. It helps uh, helps us get this to more people. So um, that would be an amazing help if you could. Can't wait to chat AI with you next time. Bye for now. Today on Awaken Agile, <laughs> we delve into the mountain forest of Tanzania. You could definitely Seek be a out. nighttime radio host. <laughs> <laughs> There's no question about it. You've got you've got the the voice for radio, Adam. Coming up next, Elton John, "Candle in the Wind." <laughs> well, it seems as though. You lived your life like a candle in the wind. He's retired now. Sure, from, he'll come back for another from talk. shows and stuff. I don't oh, yeah. know. Yeah, last come back. last show. I can't believe he's still alive. Anyway, welcome back to Awaken Agile. This week we have a bit of a no. We don't. We do nothing. <laughs> I was playing some background noise while you. <laughs> well, I think of what to do with four minutes to go. Hey, welcome back to Awaken Agile with Jordan. And- <laughs> that was Jordan. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Try again. Hey, hey. Maybe we should play the actual tune. Jeff's yeah. kiss. Yeah. Smashed it. Smashed it like an Smashed avocado. It. Correct. And then put it in a guacamole. Holy guacamole. Holy guacamole. Is there such a thing? When you go to the Vatican City <laughs> and you get uh <laughs> you get a taco <laughs> and they put guacamole in. <laughs> Do they call it holy guacamole? <laughs> it's a, that's very good. I, I'll pay that joke. I'll pay that twice. I'll pay that double. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Thank, I'm going to use that one. I opened up a gym and I got my staff to go door knocking to tell them about the gym. I call the gym Jehovah's Fitness. Great joke. It, it is a good joke. Great joke. Great joke. Yeah. yeah. You could tell that in church. Like, I'm sure uh, if I told that to my local priest, he would tell it in, in church. Yeah, my pastor would crack up laughing. A bit of laugh. Yeah.